Welcome everybody to the Sunset Foot Wrestling Podcast. You're home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. What's up, Soto? Long time no see. Yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a couple weeks since uh, Rumble. <laughs> More like seven days. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How's it been seven days? Since the Rumble. Oh shit! Since our first live stream out the stream yard. That, that's crazy. So for the first. Uh, like, I honestly felt like like at least two or three weeks passed by. Yeah, it's been a long week. But listen, we're here now. We are live in session on Zoom doing our thing. So what's going on, my guy? Everything new? How's your weekend? Good. Pretty good. I mean, a lot of work. Lots of wrestling going on. Um, I hear that. Especially this week. Some cool. good, some controversial. It's some been a pretty busy week. Some surprises. Yeah. Definitely. From, Sorry, from, so from, let's get right to it, shall yeah. we? We shall. So I got one thing I want to hit right away. So I, you know, we saw Shane pop with the rumble. We saw him um, have a little fun, do his thing, got in, got out. And then WWE released him. So I don't know what's good with that. Um I don't know why he came back just to be gone. Um, do you have any idea of what the hell happened? Kind of you, you enjoy Shane. I enjoy Shane, you know. But I don't know what the well, hell happened. So, you wanna, well, I mean, what, what from you, what, what I've from what I've read, like you know, uh, Shane was, um, you know, one of the producers for the Rumble match, which obviously not a lot of people um, enjoyed it. You know, they, they actually called it really boring and whatnot, and. I got to agree with the people because it was. And um, I know that uh, Shane had a lot of uh, Rumble ideas. And the report was that Vince McMahon like shut down almost all of them. And um, I I know one of the ideas that also Shane was trying to, you know, go for, um, you know, was uh, to lead into a match for Mania, him against Austin Theory, which actually makes sense. Because, um, you know, uh, Vince McMahon is actually taking theory under his wing. And we've mm-hmm. seen that for the past couple of weeks. So, I mean, to have a, a one-on-one match with theory at Mania, it really does make sense. But, um, you know, like, you know, all, there were there were reports that, you know, like, like Shane was really frustrated. Um because his ideas were shut down and um you know and i you know there was another report that said that you know lesnar also had his ideas and his were approved so you know shane having his own and you know and all this stuff like to be rejected like it just shows that you know the there was there was tensions a lot of tensions backstage yeah especially (laughs) that's wild but listen, it is what it is. That's how things are there, I guess. But um, what is the move for Shane from this point forward? You I, I, I don't know. Like, AEW? I, I don't know. Like, a lot of people were like AEW. But I, listen, I, I, I don't know. I just don't know anymore. <laughs> um, you know, Shane could honestly 
go out and do his own thing, to be honest with you. Like, you never know. Um, but it, it's a bad look on WWE because, especially Vince, because it's like, you'll, look, at the end of the day, you know, it's your son. And, you know, he has some ideas, and I get it, some which you can agree on, some which you can't, you know, you, you reject. But it's like, I don't know, it kind of seems like there, there's been tension within the McMahon family for, like, years. Um, and see, I was gonna bring that up at a previous episode or, or, or an episode like a slow week episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you feel that the way like the reports came out with Triple H and Steph, how things planned out with Vince, and do you think that Shane had felt has like a, a bit of taste in his mouth the fact that Steph married? Triple H? It's just like, I I don't know, man. It's like... And like where Triple H is and like in the company compared to where Shane is. You know, Shane was there before from the beginning. No, Triple H married Steph and now all of a sudden got shot up. Yeah, no, no. But if you really look at it, there's like, there has to be some like internal problems within that family. Like, and, and, you know, we'll take this one as an example. You know, Shane had his ideas uh, for the Rumble gets shut down, gets released. Triple H is given the opportunity to run NXT, which I, a lot of people agree was super successful, even though it didn't beat AEW in ratings. But It wasn't going to, but it was to be competitive. Vince took that as a loss, and look at all the changes Vince did. Like, once, you know, Triple H is out, you know, uh, nursing, um, uh, what was it? The, the heart condition that uh, yeah, I think he had a heart attack or, or some right. Yeah, so while while you know uh, Triple H is nursing that injury, it's like look at all the changes Vince and his guys did since then. Like they changed the black and gold to this like all these different colors in eh. NXT. Then you have um, all these theme songs being changed. Uh, all these people being released. A lot of them being NXT s- stars. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like Vince McMahon has been given bad advice, to be honest with you. I know he's the one who ultimately says it, but you don't ultimately say something without hearing, like... Not to mention the fact that you own the company. Right. You had his company. You were, I guess, grandfathered into this from your dad. So you see how the company grows, and you took it to a bigger level. Shout out to you. Mm Mm-hmm. So you just there's no like bad advice. You've seen the ups and downs. You've seen the people who really brought you to the top, who kept you up there, and the ones that actually took your company and took it down a notch. You know what I'm saying? We've seen what you did with the 90s when you're about to go out of business and you had those key guys bring you in, bring you back up. The Rock, mm-hmm. Triple H, Taker, Kane, Foley, Jericho, the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, and mostly at leading the hall leading everything with Stone Cold Steve Austin. So you know how to create a good product and you kept it going now and gave it to Cena, Kurt Angle, Batista, and everybody else, Eddie Guerrero, Christian Wall. You had the push from that point forward. You know what I'm saying? And then you had a downside because it's a transition period. We had the Brocks, the Punks, the Del Rios, more Cena. You know what I'm saying? So you know what you're doing. So where is this coming from? I'm taking bad advice. You've seen the company grow. Not to mention, we questioned all the pandemic stuff. 
you, myself, Ash, everybody else who came on on here and all over social media saying how this wrestling sucks and people both defer AEW Western shows, but the company made a quarter of a billion dollars of profit in the pandemic. Exactly. So where are you getting the nonsense of getting guys to fight? You know what I'm saying? No, what are you getting? Yeah, exactly. It's like doing some dumb shit. I mean, listen, it's no secret. It just seems like all these quote-unquote budget, budget cuts and whatnot is just, yes, it is a fan. It is indeed a financial move. And I, I just hope that it, it just, like, I think they're in a transition where they're trying to sell. They're trying to make as much money so then they can sell. Right. Um, I just hope it, ha- it happens sooner rather than later because – Honestly, the product is not looking too good. And whoever takes over, whether it's Disney, whether it's Fox, whether it's NBC, whether it's, you know, some other um, owner or company, like, takes over, like, they're, they're going to have a whole shit show in their hands. Because as you saw and as it, as it was reported after the Rumble, morale in the backstage was at an all-time low. Yeah. And I don't, like... I, I really can't blame the roster for feeling the way they feel because honestly, it, it, it kind of seems, I mean, obviously we don't know what's going backstage, but it kind of seems like it's a shit show. It's like, everything's unorganized. They had absolutely no idea what to do during the rumble. The, you know, when it came to the men's rumble match, the women's, uh, the women's, it was, it was, was a good, was, it was better. Was it was better, better women's rumbles in a while. Yeah. So, I, I just don't know where they go from here. And, you know, for Shane to be released, like, come on, bro. It's like your son. Like, you're really going to. I don't know if it was the first one, the first child. I, I, I know you don't, I know you don't mix, you know, family with, with business and, and, and stuff like that. Um, But, you know, at the end of the day, he's your son. Yeah. So, weird. Speaking of releases, by the way, did you see that Brian Kendrick got released? Uh, yes. So he requested for his release. Okay. And, so anything on get a body. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, nah. and 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 it's crazy because, um, you know, he it, it was it was very controversial. But well, he got released by WWE, and then next thing you know, he's he, within what a day or two, or or just like that, like he was scheduled to appear on AEW with a match against Moxley. Mm-hmm. And I think just an hour before like AEW started or or like either an hour or a couple hours um, before AEW started, you know, they put out this post that he's been pulled. And the reason why he, he was pulled is because of past uh, controversial comments he made. And those comments um, were about, you know, 9-11. Uh, these were past comments. 9-11, um, I think it was like the Sandy Hook um, incident. Yeah, a lot of, lot of terroristic things that happened. Right. So, um, you know, Tony Khan, you know, he, he went on Twitter and said, um, we've been uh, aware of abhorrent and offensive comments made in the past by Brian Kendrick. There's no room in AEW for the views expressed by Brian. We think it's best for all that Brian be pulled from tonight's card. And as we gather more info, we'll announce a replacement bout ASAP. Yeah. So wow. credit credit to Tony Khan, to be honest with you. Um, 
you know, that's, you know, thinking ahead and um, there's no need for... And being hands-on the right way. Right. And then shortly after, that's, you know, um, Kendrick came out, you know, and, you know, with an apology, he said uh, on Twitter, I apologize for all the hurt and embarrassment I have caused with my words. These are not my beliefs and never were beliefs of mine. And I crossed the line. I spent the, mo- uh, the most vile comments without thinking of the damage it would cause. I will live with this regret for the rest of my life. I'm truly sorry for the pain I have caused. No, it's fine. Make sure more school. You don't so you, no, you regret it, the damage it, you caused and decide third. Yeah, no. It, it, you know, it, it sounds like, you know, he's he regrets it. But um, that's that's the thing when, when, when you put when you post something on public and especially in the internet, the internet is undefeated. The internet, like people will search deep to find any dirt um, you have done. Right. And, you know, it, it's going to come back to haunt you, you know, anything controversial that you have said or you have posted, it's all going to come back to you. So that's what happened in this case. So Barton Kendrick was pulled and, um, you know, he was replaced by Wheeler Yuta. So um, it kind of seems like that little quick AEW run for Brian Kendrick. Long lived. Has, has ended. Ready. Has ended. So, um, but, you know, again, kudos to, 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 to Tony Khan for, you know, doing his research. Um, I'm pretty sure that somebody came up to Tony Khan and, and let him know what was up. So yeah. to take action so quick before the show started, um, yeah, kudos to him. So, well, going back to WWE, um, we have the chamber match set up. Um, Austin Theory, AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Riddle, Brock Lesnar, and Bobby Lashley will be in the Elimination Chamber. Um, <laughs> I got a feeling we know who's going to win. Um, oh yeah, I'm going with Lesnar. Yeah, like this is just it's you know yep. I'm I know Lesnar's going to win. I want Bobby to win. I want I don't want a, a, a unified. I don't want an undisputed championship just yet. Um, who is your dark horse? Dark horse? Yeah, I'm thinking Styles. Well, Other you know than Bobby, other than Bobby and and you're yeah, the champ. The champ's a chance regardless, right? Okay. Um, who's your dark horse? It would be Styles. I just think you know he's due to get his production up and be ready to go. So I don't yeah, know. I'm Styles, but that. um, but it's it's far too obvious. It uh, it, it kind of seems like they're they're going with that um title versus title match, which means um. You know, with, listen, we saw what happened at the Rumble regarding uh, Heyman and Barack Lesnar, and I, that shit ain't going to fly. So yeah. uh, we're going to see some retaliation on that. Um, we're going to see title versus title. And in the title versus title, I would not be – well, I mean, I feel like in that title versus title match, let's, say, let's just say if it is Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, I feel like Roman Reigns it will um, be victorious in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really feeling the title versus title match at, at Mania. I, I really not. That's that's again lazy, poor booking. 
and you unify them both after you're so hell bent on splitting everything all together. Yeah, it's like why have a again? It's like why have this whole uh, WWE draft? Like it, it just doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't make any sense to me. So, um, so we have that. Yeah, so we're gonna have that, and I'm not like it, it's crazy because uh, I think it was shortly after the Rumble. I forgot who, but I read that WWE has no, um, no like official plans for the WWE championships. And I'm scratching here in my head. I'm like, well, then what are you doing? Right. Like you could easily have Bobby Lashley face somebody at Mania. It could be Edge. It could be um, AJ Styles. Um, it could be Seth Rollins because it kind of seems like Seth Rollins is, is turning face, but. That's that's kind of debatable because right now you know, um, but because right now I, I believe Seth Seth Rollins is the most interesting character on Raw right now. So yeah, uh, and then on the spec, bunch of things like it, a bunch of variables yeah. in play for him that just like oh this is this is interesting. Yeah, and then on the SmackDown side, you have Roman Reigns as champ, right? You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you you can have like another Kofi Mania and do it with Big E. Like where Biggie lost his title to Brock Lesnar, and he's crawling and fighting back and doing all these, you know, fighting all these obstacles just to be champion again, just to face Roman Reigns. Like you could do that. Like it, it's not hard, but again, creative is so lazy that you know everything. It kind of seems like everything revolves on Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, and outside of that, there's no effort. So and, you know, that's what doing with the big money grab. So. You know, there's just, I don't know, there's a lot, there's a lot of things going on now. It's a lot of good things, also a lot of bad things, a lot of, a lot of good things. And don't get me started on the other match scheduled for Elimination Chamber. Oh, what do you mean the other match? I'm not, no, I refuse. Why not? You can bring it up. Nope. I hope this is the last one. What's going on? Respectfully. Respectfully, I have, bro. I have no idea what you're, what you're talking about. All right, listen. The fact that you bring Goldberg <laughs> to, to fight Roman Reigns, I, I get. I mean, listen. I get it. Like, you know what? I'm, I, I'm not mad at it. Come to think about it, because that was supposed to be the Mania match, I believe, a year or two ago, and yeah. then, um, you know, Roman Reigns, due to health issues, had to stay away. Um, or got pulled. So, you know, I'm glad it's happening at the Elimination Chamber and not at Mania. And I hope and I hope Roman Reigns makes quick work and just beats him one, two, three. Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you're. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad you're finding more rational about it. I know you can't. I know you. I, I, I try to. I, I try to find him this one now. Yeah, I try to find the, the positive within this matchup, and there you go. That That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, um, that's cool. It, it's, it's fun. I love Goldberg. I love seeing Goldberg pop out. Just don't win. That's all. You don't need, you don't need another Goldberg yeah. championship. So, supposedly, this is his last match, because I think, I, think I think he had one more match left in his contract, unless he signed a new one. 
Has it been 10 matches? Is this match 10? Uh, I don't know, but I think this I think this is the last one. Could be. Hopefully. If it is, I hope it's a long and enjoyable one. Don't be out there for five minutes. Um, if it's not, keep the train pushing, keep it working, keep keep improving. Um yeah, this is you know shout out to shout out to, to one of the greatest of all time. Bill Goldberg. Who's one of the greatest of all time? Goldberg? One of? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bill Goldberg is not one of the greatest of all time. Really? Nope. See, what is he? Is it, so oh, wait, his run? He, his wait, run he, he, he would be your top what? I don't know. What would you, what would you rank? What? I don't mind. I don't mind top five. Goes in the top five, but he's like, you can't deny his, his career. Uh-huh. No, I'm not denying it. 160, 160 what and all? Okay. Okay. That's that's greatness. Uh, but that how that you want to say it was writing? You're right. That's you're right. It is. I did it. The you're number right. is still a number. He has probably the best record in wrestling. Now with that's writing, shout out to writing, shout out to the company that he worked for and got that record up. But he's a legend. He's one, he's one of the greatest that ever came about. Now is he where do you rank him among them? That we could do an episode on that as often as we want. Okay. But I mean, because I'm just saying, like, I could be 162 and 0 too. They just have to tell me that I, you know, that I'm going to win. You know. Listen, at the end of the day. But I'm not. I'm not knocking out Goldberg. It's just that I feel like he's a little overrated. Could be. That you that's what I'm going with. Is it's you know overrated. I think Hulk Hogan's overrated too, but Hulk Hogan is, Hulk Hogan is mega overrated. But but he's he's top five. If you ask, but but majority of say, fans today, he's top five. We all know he's not top five. Well, I don't think so, but he is. So the accolades and the credits as due is given. It's already labeled as I mean, that. That's the thing. It's like whatever era you were born. Like if you were born in in you know the you know this. If you watch the 80s, the 90s, you, you would have Hulk Hogan, Hogan in your top five. Hogan and would Flair, possibly, Ultimate Warrior. Randy Savage. Four. You know, so so my thing is he'll, he'll be in your top five or he'll be in your Mount Rushmore. But I'm a 90s and I was, you know, within the Attitude Era. So, so he wasn't that guy in WCW for seven years? No, Seven he, out of ten years, he was. No, he he was, but it, was he not he, the face of that company? He was. Him, Hall, and Nash. I hate Nash. I think I think he was the worst world champion of, out of anybody you can rank. I mean, but if, if, man was world champ. If if well, if you want to mount Rushmore in WCW, then it would be Hulk Hogan. It would be Sting. I would probably have to put Goldberg. Um, okay. You know, we'll 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 bounce back. We'll do an episode yeah, at some be, point. Yeah, you know, as many as come to the corner about the greatest wrestlers of all time. I think it'd be a nice, nice, healthy conversation. But you know, at the end of the day, you can't deny the greatness that is Goldberg. Whether people don't like him now, people like him before, love him now, hate him before, hate him later. Hate him now. Goldberg's still <laughs> Goldberg's still Goldberg. You know, 
Um, so let's, 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 keep, let's keep this going. I know you're ready to go on a tear. <laughs> um, as you said before, uh, you brought up an idea that I was against because I was more so for Becky versus Rouse to finally go down at Mania. Um, and ah. look, it looked like uh, Rouse is going to take Becky. All, all signs pointed, and here comes Charlotte, all this, all this nonsense, talking smash her and her and Sonia. And here comes Ronda Rousey, and she makes her decision as she puts out Sonia Deville and tells Charlotte this will see her WrestleMania, bitch. And yeah, so shout out to you making that call uh, as you eat your chip um, or potato. That was the nugget. That was my victory nugget. Oh, chicken nugget. My bad. So. Um, yeah, like once, once, once Rhonda said, <clears throat> like, oh, um, like something about the uh, when she said on Monday Night Raw, like a decision will be made by like Friday, I was like, it's gonna be Charlotte. She, if she wanted Becky, she would have said it right then and there. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be those two. Now it's gonna be interesting what's gonna be for, for, um, for the Raw side, what's gonna be Becky. So it kind of seems like the most likely scenario would be a rematch with Bianca Belair, mm-hmm. which I've said in the past, and I feel like that's going to be the redemption of Bianca Belair, in which she's going to be the one to take the title off Becky. Now, for those who don't know, um, they had like a dark match after uh, Monday Night Raw. After, yeah, they, you know, got, after, they got squashed like, what, 40 seconds? like a couple seconds by Bianca Belair. So it kind of seems like Bianca Belair is is next in line. And then, spoiler alert, we all know Becky Lynch will defeat Lita at Elimination Chamber. So right, it's not going to be any surprise. But uh, it's, it's still going to see it, – it's, it's still going to be nice to see Lita, um, you know, wrestle again. So that, that's pretty dope. But, um, yeah, you know, when it comes to – when it comes to Charlotte versus Ronda, I truly believe – I truly believe it could be – the match of the night. You think so? Yeah, because Charlotte is a is a phenomenal performer, and Ronda Rousey has improved a lot, a lot. You know, everybody was surprised with Ronda Rousey how um you know when she tagged with uh, Kurt against Stephanie and Triple H, and her pulling all these wrestling moves. Everybody was shocked. I was like, damn, like she got. And then shortly after, she had an incredible run in WWE, was um, women's champion, and then she only got better. That's the thing, you know? She's Definitely, she's actually doing business. combat sports and actually doing this as more so for entertainment purposes. Right. She's in, She's been in the business for um, a short amount of time, and, you know, the fact is, like, they're going to – they have the potential to put a five-star match. And it's going to be cool because, you know, they're both submission specialists. Mm-hmm. Charlotte has the 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 figure eight, and then she has the uh, and then Ronda has the arm bar. So, right. um, you know, if perfectly executed, uh, I feel like this is going to be a a um a great match. Who wins? I got Ronda. I got Ronda wins. Ronda wins. Ronda she, wins. she needs the win. I mean, she lost once. Ronda wins. Listen, Fox got what they wanted. Fox wanted Ronda Rousey on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Fox wants all the ratings in the world. How do you boost those ratings? You have a former world Rousey. champion, UFC you have, world champion. Exactly. So now you throw that belt on on Ronda. So yeah, Ronda's definitely defeating Charlotte. Right. So that's that. Nice, easy. Get out the way. 
you know, simple. Um, we spoke about rough starts in like people who fell from grace uh, when it comes to championships or ch- champions or, you know, this and a third. Um, you spoke about it on, on the pay-per-view and throughout the review as well as the episode itself. Um, Big E has taken a huge, huge fall for how what for the run he was having when he lost lost the belt has been it's been a skyfall since. Um, we've also seen guys like Cody Rhodes, we've seen Natalia, um, the Varsity Blondes, um, Bitch Holland, Jake Atlas, Roderick Strong, um, the Inner Circle, Odyssey Jones, um, Cesaro. Out of those who usually took a giant step back and are having a rough start to the new year, um, granted it's been like six weeks, but six weeks has been a really bad six weeks for me. Um, who do you think has the biggest chance, has the best chance to bounce back? Best chance? Uh, so we, we included AEW in this conversation, right? Yeah, it's both. Um, the New Day all together, mostly Big E. Cody Rhodes, right, so, for example, Natalia, okay. the Varsity Blondes. All right, I'll, I'll take a quick stab. I think it's going to be Cody. I think Cody's going to bounce back? Yeah, Cody. If Cody turns, like, if Cody cements his, like, heel turn, Cody could have a big 2022. And here's how. Cody Rhodes lost the match in which he said that he cannot challenge uh, for the EW World Championship. What mm-hmm. if he goes against his word, obviously in full heel mode, defeats Hangman, becomes champion. Like there's, like there's not amount of like all this heat hell received for just you know for that happening, you know, right? And you know he could be cocky about it because he could be like, oh, I'm I'm the VP of of AEW and whatnot. So like, um, you know, Natalia is there to to help, um, people, you know. To help people, you know, get over um, Biggie. Right now, it it, it kind of seems like they have no plans for Biggie. After he lost his championship, he's been absolutely lost. Like it, it kind of seems like what happened with with um for uh, Kofi after he took the pin. You know, after Brock defeated him for the championship. After he lost, like Kofi was kind of lost in the in the card. You know, so it's right. it's it's tough. So. Uh, I mean, the only the only way I thought that Big E was about to have a bounce back year was, or a big bounce back or a big you know return was, if he were to win the Rumble, you know, and you know then challenge Roman or challenge you know Brock or, or Lashley, whichever one, but mm-hmm. that didn't happen. So it's like, where do you go on from here? And then we 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 knew oh, well we find out that Big E was traded to SmackDown. So now, in recent weeks, we've seen Big E team up with Kofi. So now it kind of seems like Big E is stuck in that tag team, you know, stack, you know, stuck being in a tag team again. It's like, damn, that, that, that's a big drop from world champion to tag team again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I, I think, um, so I said a couple. Um, I think... Um, Biggie will bounce back. The New Deal together. Cody's going to bounce back. 
Um, but I think Natalia is who she is. She had a pretty good 21, but I think the 22, I think, is just the year she's going to fall back. The varsity bronze will go as far as AEW wants them to go. It's not their fault. There's just things that are going on in AEW and the tag division that, that doesn't include them. I, I didn't. I wasn't high on them. Uh, my fault for cutting you off. I, I wasn't high on them because it's what you said. It's they're stacked on the tag team division. They have way too many tag teams, and it's like you know, it's not their fault. They're a great tag. No, team. no. They came to WWE. They would dominate. But they're in AEW, and the roster is stacked right now. There's nothing for them, so they're just going to fall off and be joggers for them until something becomes relevant. It's not going to bounce back. As of right now, right. it's not much for them to do. Um, right. Rich Holland, um, I think he's going to keep on dropping, to be quite honest. Um, you have Jake I Atlas. I, I got to disagree with you. As you long as so? he's paired up, uh, yeah, as long as he's paired up with Sheamus, I can see them as the, like another, like, you know, tag team. Like I can see them as future tag team champions if they stay together. Okay. Uh, Jake Atlas is another one. Roderick Strong. The inner circles, mostly Chris Jericho, Santana Ortiz. I think, like I said before, we watched the uh, the chapters of Jericho. Um, I think that was like showing, hey, this was as, as you show those matches of him progressing, ending up fighting MJF. Um, I think that was the beginning of the end for Chris Jericho. Um, I think he's in the twilight of his career now, as more so for helping others get better. So they I can bounce back too. Back. What Santana and Ortiz? Yeah, because now that now that you know now that it's been teased and that they're breaking away from Jericho, I feel like I hope that they can focus on themselves because I honestly believe they should have been uh, AEW tag team champions a long time ago. They should have been champions, but um, you know, I feel like now that they're breaking apart from 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 uh, Jericho, they'll break apart from the inner circle and then just focus on themselves, and hopefully get a run at, at, or you know get a crack at those uh, tag team champions. So until then, you know that'll be um, we'll wait and we shall see. As I say over and over, that's something we'll have to see as time progresses. So when that happens, then boom, okay, so this is the direction they're going to go with Santana Ortiz. Um, one last thing for my end, um, I know we have people who are falling off the grid and those who are going to come back. Um, so Bleach Report came out with a list uh, the other day about WWE and AEW starts training towards leaving their companies in 2022. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give you a couple names and you say okay. yes. Or no, and why? Okay. Um, Commander Aziz. Does he leave? Does he leave WWE? No matter where he goes, it's just leaving the company. I mean, uh, it's a fifty-fifty because if they, if they want to do budget cuts, so <clears throat> all right, I, I'm not gonna pay attention to the budget cuts. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. So. Um, Angelico and Jack Evans. Yes. Why? Why? Yes. Because they're they are they they actually are a um they they've been all right they are an incredible talented tag team right that has been criminally underutilized in AEW. Mm-hmm. Like I I feel like at one point 
uh, NXT or WWE, they wanted to sign um, Angelico, and you know he chose to sign with AW. Um, and I love Angelico, especially you know um, those days in Lucha Underground. And I was like, right. damn, like yo, like this this guy's got it. Um, but all momentum and 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 all hope for them has diminished because you know they haven't been used properly. So yeah, I feel like they'll leave. Ginger Mahal. Ginger Mahal. So I don't I don't I don't know what they've been doing with Ginger. They haven't been doing much, but I'm guessing that they like Ginger, so I, I feel like he'll stay. Okay. Joey Janello. Joey Janello. Joey Janello. Well, so from what I heard, or I'm sorry, from what I read, he's he's bound to be a free agent soon. But he's already gone on record to say that he wants to resign. So I'm going to say he he stays. Okay. Mace and T-Bar. Mace and T-Bar. Huh. All right. So. Um, That's tough because not like. They're, they've gotten some love, and there's the Vikings came back and gave more love. They're getting more love than they are, than the right. T-Bar are. There's some right. stuff I feel like, like right. I feel like, I feel like Mace stays, T-Bar leaves. Um, and it, and it's, I don't care about Mace right now, but in regards to T-Bar, um, that's, you know, what they did to him was, um, Rough. Horrible, yeah, it's horrible because you know, if you look at his matches in NXT, um, you know, he he was killing it, he was absolutely killing it, especially his, his matches with um Keith Lee. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just the you know, just to go from you know, Dominic Dijakovic, this like amazing performer and 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 you know he was always a contender and um he was legit and people took him serious to becoming t-bar it's like eh. and i feel like that's where he's gonna know his worth he's probably gonna be one who is going to ask for his release um i i honestly wish they had plans for him i like i, I honestly wish like you know he would go back to being dijakovic but if you really look at it uh, you know, at what he's done, like the last thing that I remember was he lost. Um, I think it was back in October or November. Like he lost to Damian Priest in a no DQ match, and we haven't seen him since. So that was what four months ago mm-hmm. of him either being backstage or sitting at home. So, um, you know, and, and he's still kind of young. He's still thirty four. You know, there's plenty that's so, like as fresh for um, right wrestling, right? So, I, I honestly feel like he, given the chance, I think he'll leave. Mace, on the other hand, I, I, I feel like he'll stay. So, the last two I have in mind, um, I know one is tough on you because you're such a big fan. Uh, one of them is Finn Balor, does Finn Balor stay or is he? Gonna be up out of there. I think he's gone. I it's just like they gave him so much opportunity 
and they haven't really given, like they told him this and that, they haven't given him that. I think it's just time to go for a better venture. Like, like he, he won the Universal Championship, but he got hurt. And he came back and they like gave like this stupid way of him to, to lose his opportunity. And he hasn't been relevant since. Then he came back to be the guy. He, ran, he was the man at NXT. And then they just don't want like him to be great. I, I feel like it's 50-50 with him because it's like, and the reason why I say it's 50-50 with him, it's because, um, yes, this is his second time call up. And it kind of seems like they're already screwing it up again. Um, and he didn't want to be called up. He wanted to stay in NXT. Right. And they're screwing this up again. But at the same time, every time he requested like some time off to be out of the country and whatnot, he's been given that opportunity with no hesitation, you know? Right. So um, I feel like he, like, I mean, I know it's not like wrestling related, but I feel like he does appreciate that. Um, I just feel like if, you know, when he returns, because he's he's due to return by Mania season. I feel like, given, like, let's say this year, if nothing happens with Balor, if nothing crazy happens with Balor, he'll be gone. Okay. Yeah, if, if I don't see, like, a IC title or U.S. title or some kind of title by his waist in the next upcoming weeks, um, yeah, he'll, he'll probably, like, be gone. And my last one is Cesaro. Cesaro, no. Cesaro will stay. Um, Cesaro had the opportunity to leave last year, and he re-signed with WWE. I don't know whether it's like a three-year deal, four-year deal, whatever the case may be, but he did re-sign with WWE last year, and if he wanted to leave, he would have left. He honestly would have left. So, um, and, you know, he he's, he's close with everybody in WWE. Uh, not that he has outside friends, but like he's really respected in that WWE locker room and whatnot. So, um, yeah, okay. he, yeah, I think he stays. That's all I got. But that, I figured I'd ask this because I know this is something you would have you would have a um, an interesting return with. So I figured gotcha. I'd ask you most. Um, so I got a couple of news myself. What you got? Um, all right, so. You know, baby season's right around the corner, and three women are scheduled to be back um, in the upcoming weeks in WWE, and those are Bailey, who's returning from a uh, torn ACL, Asuka, who's, uh, I think he, she's been nursing, like, a back injury, and slash, like, she hasn't been, uh, they, they haven't had, like, major plans for her, um, so she, she, she'll be returning. And Lacey Evans, who recently gave birth in October, she's been, uh, you know, training for her in-ring return. So uh, those three should be back in the probably, probably, probably like a month or two. Okay. Yeah. And it sucks because, you know, for those who wanted Liv Morgan, uh, you know, you, you're going to have the Liv Morgan, the Dewdrops, who are probably unfortunately you're gonna drop in the card because these are three contenders for becky <laughs> these are three unless like one of them goes to like smackdown maybe like uh lacey evans but or or, or bailey but i think two of them are going to be in raw i think probably oscar is going to be on raw and maybe bailey you know maybe flip-flop so um we'll see what happens but yeah that's not good um if i'm Liv morgan or Dewdrop. 
who you know want to be champion, yeah, you're gonna have some competition along the way. Um, it's been reported um, that you know, and we mentioned this before that uh, you know, there's a lot of tensions, there's a lot of frustrations in the in the locker room because um, you know people have attempted to to you know uh, you know start a conversation or you know uh, try to communicate with Vince and. Um, it's not happening. It's like they're being ignored, um, you know, so, you know, or not, they're not being heard. So it's like, there's, there's a lot of tension because it's like, damn, it's like, you know, they have voiced their concerns and it's not being attended to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. Like your money's in your wrestlers. So when they ask for something, give them what they want because they're going to take care of you. You take care of them, take care of you. You take care of them, they, they give you what you need to make money. Yeah, and no. It, over and over again, we hear the same shit. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, a couple of NXT 2.8 superstars um, who were um, who were in matches be, uh, you know, before SmackDown actually started. So it was uh, two dark matches. So you had Io Shirai versus Raquel Gonzalez. Um, and then you had um, Ciampa versus uh, Roderick Strong. So it kind of seems like these four individuals were probably going to be called up soon. So I'm guessing they were put in these strong, uh, in these um, dark matches just to see how the crowd would react to them. So um, Gonzalez beat Io Shirai, surprising. And Ciampa beat Roderick Strong. But um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see who else gets called up. I you know I mentioned in the past, Pete Dunne is one. Uh, Dakota Kai, um, if I'm missing one, maybe LA Knight. So, um, which I think is a good thing if they get called up. I know people might say they might be misused, but you know, I I feel like right now WWE needs fresh new faces on their main roster. So um, I feel like they're using the same, uh, you know, people over and over again. It's like, for example, like on SmackDown, it's a two-hour show. I feel I feel like we see uh, Roman Reigns for a good forty minutes of the show, forty-five minutes of the show, you know. And, and on Raw, you know, we see Seth Rollins like three times during the show. Um, and not that you know it's nothing bad, but you you, you kind of need to expose your your other talent a little bit more. So I hope you these have, guys. Uh, the people who wrestle on the roster use all use as many as you can. Yeah, yeah. So um, let me see. Oh, so uh, congratulations goes out to Keith Lee and Mia Yim who finally got married. I just seen that they're yes. uh, they hitched. Yep. At, by the way, at Magical Kingdom. Yep, finally, oh, finally uh, getting married, tying the knot. So congratulations um, to the newlywed. And speaking of Keith Lee, there's already reports. AEW reportedly showing interest in former WWE star Keith Lee. And he so, will do wonders there. Yeah, it's, it, it, there's no surprise that, you know, that they were going to be interested in. Just imagine all the possibilities or, or all the dream matches you can have with Keith Lee. Um, you know, you could revisit that rivalry with, with Adam Cole. You could, you know, when Kenny Omega comes back healthy, you could put him there. You could put him with, with uh, Hobbs. Like, there's there's so many, um, you know, dream matches you could have with Keith Lee. So if, if 
they do end up, if AEW does indeed end up signing Keith Lee, that is a major, major win. Um, and, you know, with potential new signings, Tony Khan has gone on record saying, um, you know, he, well, he, he's, he said this, you know, regarding making more big signings. Just in the last several weeks, we've made uh, some big ones, and I plan to make sh- uh, and I plan to make some more big signings, and not in the long term future. I mean, in the short term future, I'll, I'll still be very active in the free agent market, and the Forbidden Door shall be opening again very soon. So I'm really looking forward to Rampage tonight. I guarantee you, you'll, um, I guarantee you, will be, uh, we'll make some news coming out of um, this night's show. And then we'll have some big news next week too. It's a really exciting time to be a professional wrestling fan, I think, especially for the people for the people who've been following AEW the last few years. I believe we've done some of the best pay-per-views, some of the best main events on TV, and now I think the roster just keeps getting better. And since we've added Rampage, it's more opportunities to feature some more uh, to feature more great wrestlers. So it kind of seems like you know more big signings. Yeah, I, I feel like Keith Lee falls into that um if if johnny gargano does fit into that too he could be one um even though i even though i I honestly thought johnny gargano was going to resign um i mean johnny gargano was going to show up at AEW a couple weeks ago when they had the show in cleveland so um who knows there but i I feel like keith lee is one uh jeff hardy is going to be another one um, I feel like that's you know inevitable. Um, and even the young bucks have teased it, and usually when young bucks tease something, it, it usually happens. happens. Yeah, so um in their uh Twitter bio, the uh in their Twitter bio they said bring us Jeff Harvey. And for those who don't know, it was when um in the in the rumble in 2008, Mike at um Adam Lee. He uh, pronounced Jeff Hardy, Jeff Harvey. Right. So, you know, the young Bucks are stuff in the past, people, it goes over his head, but like, no, that's kind of like, has some value to it. Yeah. So, you know, um, Young Bucks teasing everything out here. So, I mean, it, it, we all kind of knew, you know, uh, we want to see um, the Hardy Boys one last run, um, you know, uh, in AEW, po- probably become tag champs. But um, we we'll love, we we'll yeah. love this year. We'll love right. to see it, love to hear it. Yeah, He's so it, I mean, like, and then when he says, and when Tommy Khan says a forbidden door, it's got to be somebody either from Impact or from New Japan. If it's somebody from New Japan, um, a lot of people have been uh, speculating when, you know, it's a matter of, you know, um, when, not if Okada will show up in AEW. So I feel like if it comes, uh, down to the Forbidden Door with New Japan, it's it's definitely Okada. If it comes to Impact, um, I think you have to go with the World Champion Moose. Um, My man, yeah, I, I I wonder, I wonder if Impact gets involved in this storyline. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, if AEW gets involved in this storyline that's going on with Impact and New Japan between um, you know the Bullet Club. And for those you don't know, you know, AEW has former Bullet Club members. They have Adam Cole. They have um, the Young Bucks. So it's like... They got all the big the big guys, the big, the big time players from the board. Right. So, and then Impact got um, the Good Brothers. And then you already know that um, uh, New Japan, they got uh, Jay White. 
um you know so it, 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 it's gonna be um it's gonna be a interesting couple of weeks oh and and last thing so on Wednesday, uh on Wednesday on uh AEW Impact so uh I think Isaiah Cassidy is going one-on-one with a mystery opponent mm. Interesting. So, so a lot of the people already started saying Keith Lee. It's either Keith Lee, it's either Jeff Hardy, it's either Johnny Gargano. So I feel like it's or Willow. Be, who knows? No. Who who knows? So, um, you know, and you already have Tony Khan going on record saying that there's more big signings. So, um, it, it's interesting to see, uh, you know, who it is. I'm I'm really excited for that. Really, really cool. excited. But that'll do it for us on today's eventful episode. Of- Actually, hold on. Let's before I close this out. You know what? You know what grinds my gear, Soto? You? MJF beating CM Punk. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Oh man. Uh, it, it was it was a fun match to watch. I don't people I don't people twist it. Oh, it's such a garbage match. Yeah, wait, it was a good match. It was oh, only a matter of time for Punk lost the match. It just had to be against this, you know, in a certain level MJF. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I was like, oh boo. I was like, no, it's no boo. Like, all right, shout out to I loved it. And like, the right person won. And right. to be honest with you, if you really like notice, I feel like this rivalry right here is a way to push um Warlow. Right. And I and think a lot he, of I think the departure for him is, is like it's inevitable. Right. And 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 a lot of people are comparing this storyline between Warlow and MJF with the storyline of Triple H and Batista. Right. I had so, you. I trained you for years now to so turn on me or yeah. whatever the case may be. Yep. And, and and I feel like Warlow is going to be a force for AEW. I, I feel like Warlow was low-key one of their greatest signings because he's going to be a future world champion. And it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So I feel I've got to bring that up. You know, as a as you know, I'm a punk fan and I'm saddened at him losing, but it was only a matter of time, so it was the guy that had to be done. It was MJF for the better, so we'll see where it goes now. Um, but yeah, so now I will wrap this up. Uh, this will do it for us on today's episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. So we appreciate you guys week in and week out tuning in, checking us out, giving us your time and patience, and we appreciate that. Shout out to the guys on Anchor. You can check us out on there. On the Anchor app, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast. We are on a whole bunch of platforms. Pretty much anywhere you get your stream, your your podcast from, we are there. You can check us out on Twitter at Flip Wrestling. You can check us out on Instagram at Sunset underscore Flip underscore Wrestling. You can check us out on the Sunset Flip Wrestling podcast page on facebook so as uh, subtle chugs down some tea and i'm about to finish up this bag of chips uh we will wrap up tonight's episode so it was a pleasure as always likewise you know, my brother well you know it's you know we've been doing this for what it's going to be approaching two years yeah i gotta say partner has been fun and we have to keep this going because those who want to make podcasts, it's fun, it's easy, it's simple. Put in the time that we are, and you will enjoy this nonstop. Absolutely. So until next time, Soto, I'll see you.